Hello everybody, welcome back to our mega, mega, mega mini-series that we started off being a short podcast series, but of course with, with, yeah. with quite a few podcasts going good on. Good ideas, they tend to Great drag ideas. on. Great good. ideas. Uh, from the Financial Planning uh, Association Congress, uh, Danny and I are joined by Cameron, welcome. Thanks for having me. And Cameron is fresh off the stage, so Cameron... You know, thank you for joining us. We haven't given you much of a break. My pleasure. Let's start with a little bit about you. Do you want to introduce yourself? Let, let the listeners know who you are and what you're doing? Yeah, sure. So uh, so we set up a risk specialist practice about 10 years ago. Uh, so all we do for clients is risk-only work. So we don't do any wealth at all, um, which, uh, which ties in nicely with those practices who don't want to do insurance. Um, so we set the practice up uh, to fulfill the needs really of um, high net worth individuals uh, and SMEs. Um, so we do quite a lot of buy-sell cover as well. Um, and uh, yeah, we've got uh, going on four planners at the moment in the, in the group um, and mainly looking after accountants clients, financial planners clients um, and our existing client book. Thanks. Fantastic. Whereabouts are you based? Uh, based in Melbourne. Uh, so we've got an office in CBD Melbourne and one in Bo Morris. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, and there's uh, and as you said, there's a lot of key person type. I love the key person the risk mm. space. I think it's a great space to be in. Um, now you've obviously seen a lot of change over that time. Ten years in in risk business could be um, is a lifetime. Uh, yeah, the products have changed. The legislation's changed. The 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 the, the fee tables have changed. Do you do fees or the do premiums you, have changed? The premiums Frank. have changed <laughs> a lot. The, the pools have changed. Nothing's the same. No, look, I think most of the changes happened in the last three, four years uh, in the insurance space. So um, when, you have, uh, a, a, when you're having all these changes happening all, all the one time, so the LIF changes, product changes, um, how businesses are structured to fulfil client needs have also had to change too. Uh, so scale has typically gone up. We've seen a lot of businesses really scaling up to try and focus on this and, and still drive profitability in the right areas. Uh, so yeah, it's it's been um, a hell of a lot of change, but uh, I think those that have often reg led, hey, like, yeah, yeah, look, it's it, a bit of a shame. Yeah, look, it is. Hopefully, some of the the reg changes with the quality of advice review uh, might actually throw that pendulum back the other way for us. So, um, uh, but uh, yeah, look, it's it's been challenging for many, um, and I think a lot of the practitioners that we're talking to today uh, who are multidisciplinary the challenges are probably even greater because it's perhaps an area of the business that uh, they haven't themselves addressed as to, firstly, is it profitable? Secondly, are we still good at it? Um, and is there a lot of risk exposure um, with regards to all these product changes that we might not be keeping up with? Um, and, and actually, do we enjoy doing it too? Because um, if you can spend that bandwidth on the wealth side of the practice, yeah. um, that's where the opportunities might be. Yep, yeah. yes, fantastic. There's so many things to consider. Now, tell us a little bit about the session today. Uh, tell us about the what it was about and, and, and what happened. Yeah, look, we, we, uh, we went through uh, really talking about that fork in the road for a lot of practices that, um, uh, that for, for all those reasons I was talking about a moment ago, either, either need to consider the whether or not they're upskilling and upsourcing, um, upsizing their businesses to be the right scale as well um, so that they can truly specialise in this space or um, the alternative is quite the opposite which is outsourcing and outsourcing to a risk specialist um, and focusing on, focusing that bandwidth I was talking about before on the wealth part of their business that might be more profitable to them. Um, so there's a fair bit of discussion around that, a lot of, a lot of discussion around um, the current climate, all the changes that are happening 
um, all the pressures that are around at the moment. Um, some of the some of the small wins that we're having too. Um, there are a couple what of. What are wins the wins there. that people are excited about? Oh, look! I, 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 some of the some of the things we we're talking about, which I guess uh, uh, I haven't so much heard it um, in, in a, a more public way, but is that uh, uh, profitability for income protection is has turned the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's looking it's looking like so whispers. There are whispers, whispers around corners that whispers. the profitability is profitability is returning, is re- um, right. which which has been driving a lot of the price rises and a lot of the heartburn for clients and advisors. Um, uh, lapse rates are down, um, so whether whether any of it's artificial because of the product changes and a lack of change going on between the old and the new products, um, but nevertheless they're all they're, they're, they're good positive things. Yeah, um, it's, in, it's interesting that you say around. Um, it's interesting what you say around the specialisation and all. One of the case examples that I've been privy to, and shout out to Phil Thompson, who's also an insurance specialist, he said, look, he was a holistic advisor doing all the things because he thought that was a more sophisticated business model. But when he took the step to that specialisation, and this can be whatever it is for a business, his profitability of his particular business has skyrocketed 10x because... Not only does he know his thing, he can also build processes around that particular thing. So the processes you can continue to refine because you're not always thrown in so many directions that there's not really a clear process. And for his referral sources, he was a bit nervous around making that change from you know broader offering to a more narrow offering. But for him, he's found despite that fear that his referral sources, either their clients or the people that refer him business, have been able to then articulate what he actually does because it's not everything and how do you, like, you know, and a client or a referral sources can't really sort of provide that breadth of what a financial planner does, like what's the actual benefit of having that person in your life. So, yeah, I think what you're saying around profitability and efficiency is, is absolutely um, an experience that I've heard. I actually met with uh, Phil when he was early days in his practice and he was holistic mm. and we talked to him about the specialisation piece in insurance. So he wasn't too sure, I think, at that stage. So I'll take credit to him going yeah, down perfect. the specialisation path. And I've got no no idea who Phil Thompson is. Uh, so <laughs> if you're listening, Phil, get in touch. I hear he's got good hair. Get in touch. Uh, you're absolutely right, though, about the, the focus in on, on businesses. Um, and being able to then, um, I think you hit the nail on the head then with referral sources because it's really important that they can articulate what you do. Yeah, 100%. So um, having a, a, a clear um, position of difference uh, is, is definitely a key. So, and then it, it gives them the confidence um, in uh, you know, referring what we want is their best, the best opportunities. Um, so if they've got the confidence, we'll soon see their best opportunities and uh, they'll have really happy clients. So in the SME space, what is changing? Like this, your session was all about building an insurance proposition. What are the things that you see are either the biggest mistake that that um, people do within that that proper, that methodology piece, or or what's the things that have changed for you or need to be you know brought to the surface in the business insurance space? Okay, so in, in the SME space, uh, particularly with buy sell and key person, uh, it, it's it's often misunderstood, um, both at an accountant level, sometimes at a former planner level who, who may have may be good at putting policies in place but not necessarily strong on the strategy side. Um, so we're seeing some of the worst cases we've seen where buy-sells have been structured through super 
um, where we've seen um, all sorts of inadvertent CGT complications where there's all sorts of different purposes and nothing is documented. Um, so they're some of the messier ones. Um, at the end of the day, it's about just having a really seamless uh, exit um, in terms of that financial exit um, and that it's, it's at a sum that's expected. Um, it doesn't have to be funded off a personal balance sheet or a business's balance sheet um, and the business can go forward as business as usual as best as it can without any passive uh, investors being a, 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 uh, the exited partner's spouse or beneficiaries um, having a say at the border and table. So it's about that, that business as usual for the surviving partners. Now, one of the things I'm always interested in is the resources available. Now, obviously, we're the risk specialists. How hard is it to find new people coming through to fill all the, all the spaces, if you, especially if you're increasing business or trying to grow your business? How, how hard is it to find yeah, specialists? It, increasingly complicated. Uh, so um, I think it's a real challenge that the industry has. Uh, and uh, it's, it's still something that I'm grappling with. Um, we've, we're, we're talking with a planner at the moment and we, we're fortunate to, be, uh, have, to have had someone put forward to us. But uh, I think also as a specialist practice, you're naturally going to have the right sort of planners gravitating to your firm too. And that may, maybe that's just a, a side benefit of, of specialisation. I think it's a really interesting point, isn't it? Because you're sort of, I say to people when they're marketing, if they say what they do and, and, and they focus in on the one thing, then they will attract people that are in that space. Yeah, agree. Yeah, people don't buy confusion, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Although we're good at it. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming in and chatting to us about the session today. Straight Pleasure. off the stage. Just really appreciate it coming straight down and onto the onto the podcast, Mike. It's been uh, it's been great to have you on. Thanks for having me.